0: Good evening everyone and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful yeah, host, <laughs> AJ. Greetings and salutations. So short show tonight, Snowpiercer, 4400, Book of Oz and just me and Karen. Jamie is a little under the weather. So here's Jamie. Karen, I mean. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, it's Karen, <laughs> Hello, not Jamie.
0: Hello Karen. I know, I corrected myself. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. How are you?
0: Good. Good
1: week? Yeah. Great. Really? Um Uh yeah, short show, just three little shows to talk about tonight. Um and um of varying quality. Um
0: <laughs> Very in quality uh,
1: that we can discuss yeah so what do you want to start with well I know
0: 4400 let's
1: start with 4400 so yeah. and uh, you're gonna yeah. be shocked
0: by what I have to say you so didn't, it only it? took Don't 10 episodes yeah no, no I didn't like it but I didn't hate it <laughs> only took 10 episodes for me to say I didn't hate it 'Cause every episode before now I've hated. Yes. Yeah, okay. I actually yeah. didn't hate it. I felt like you know, while again we're not really getting you know, still still not much sci fi aspect. I felt that the character stories were somewhat realistic this week and kind of made actual sense and it kind of flowed in a in a logical pattern. Other than the scene that I hated, which was so stupid, was when uh, the stuff with Jarell, where they were playing the loud music trying to get him to tell where his brother was and everything, and it was like, like this is the stupidest. Like, do they think this shit works? And especially since he doesn't know where his brother is. I mean, obviously he figured out at the end, but yeah, like, it was just it was so dumb and over the top. But I felt some other things were good. I liked I liked Logan and Andre working together. I thought that was pretty cool. Um Mariah and her mom talking and finding you know a connection and a common ground. You know, there, there there were things to like about it. I liked um when uh, uh what the heck. The uh the probation officer. I forget her name.
1: Uh, when she told name, you know what
0: when they got stuck
1: no 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 She's when they got stuck
0: me. um no anyway whatever her name is when they got stuck in the elevator and she told the reverend to stick it um oh yeah you He's know like, are
1: you gay that was kind of that was poor dialogue um yeah but yeah uh that was kind of good yeah um, so they
0: they collected you know there was good stuff and so collectively I made it so I didn't hate it. There wasn't anything so other than the drill stuff when he's being tortured um, that was the only thing that really bothered me. Everything else kind of felt natural and it, it kind of made sense, you know? Um,
2: yeah. I think
0: Keisha, it's funny. Nice I think it's funny that sorry. Keisha, I think it's, it's funny, funny that Mariah ha, Mariah has a crush on Mildred Um yeah. Yeah, (laughs) who is a psychopath?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what what did you think? Um, I mean, I thought it wasn't as terrible as usual, right? Um, uh, I, you know. I I rather agree that the I don't know I don't know if the story went anywhere this week or not like um so Jarrell's storyline did go somewhere I feel like these people living in this hotel it just goes on and on and on and nothing ever really happens in that hotel I did not buy at all the scene with Shanice and Andre um so they're in bed together they're now like officially dating and like having sleepovers or whatever right. But I personally, I just still see zero chemistry between those two characters and no way that they would get together. And I I just don't really see how Shanice, like, got over her husband so quickly, right? Like, like she blooped and, like, the next day blooped back and her 15 years have gone for her husband or whatever. And she – I just don't buy them and I just don't see – where like the benefit of that relationship for the show or what it's doing for the show or anything. I mean I guess it keeps Shanice the lawyer in the hotel because she didn't sign a contract but she's staying anyway, right? But I don't know. I mean Yeah, I don't I don't I, see it either. I mean the whole thing with the government I actually Googled to see if DHS really can hold a US citizen on US soil. Without charges. Like I thought the reason they were keeping all these people in Guantanamo was to get them off U.S. soil so they could violate the law. But a couple things I read, I think me, I think really DHS can hold you indefinitely without a lawyer. Which is horrible if yeah. we need to change that law, okay? So first of all, we should all be protesting that law. It's what I read. It's the internet, so whatever, right? Um, but I think, I think DHS can get around to base corpus. habeas corpus, but I don't really know. Anyway, it was ridiculous that they, they've they got him captured for... I mean, they're playing that music for, like, sleep deprivation. And I'm like, what, has he been in there, like, an hour? Like, he only was arrested for, like, a very short amount of time, right? Um, and they're, like, doing sleep deprivation. But then they bring him... Fr- they, the whole thing was dumb. And like, where's your brother? Where's your brother? So...
0: Yeah, it was so awful. Uh,
1: um, it was awful. On the other hand, I appreciate that the brother storyline is actually maybe going somewhere. This... I think this flashback was overdue, and they should have given us this flashback like five episodes ago, where we see that the brother the missing brother, whose name is whatever his name is mm-hmm. not Mateo. his name is I forget his name Jerome's brother, who's been missing um uh apparently is like a brilliant scientist or a brilliant- like I thought he was a hacker, but no, he seems to be some other kind of scientist or something um because he was talking about the Fibonacci sequence, and I was like, oh, I'm thinking of Lost. Um, so I, actually, I. Felt like, actually felt like that whole thing, if this was Lost 10 years ago, would have been accompanied by, like, a fake website, a bunch of stuff, all of us going down the rabbit <laughs> hole, Googling and everything, right? Um, but apparently Daryl's brother is some kind of scientist who was working for the government, and, and I guess it's going to turn out that he knows something about what's going on. And maybe it's not yeah. maybe aliens after all. Maybe it's not aliens. Maybe might, it's a bad yeah, science I'm thinking,
0: experiment. I, I'm thinking he might even have something to do with it in general.
1: Right. I did think, I did call it that he was going to – I mean, I didn't call it to you last week, but I called it during the episode. I'm like, oh, he's going to be invisible. It's going to turn out that his power is <laughs> I think,
0: Well, I thought I, I thought I said that a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned that I thought – Maybe I did. felt like he might be invisible because, because these things the keep showing up and no, – and nobody's seen you know no, these things keep showing up, but nobody's seen him do anything like how does he you know nobody saw anybody in the hallway, but there's you know he's got more numbers on the on the on the wall. Yeah.
1: I kind of thought for a minute, I wonder if it's going to turn out that he's like permanently invisible and can't show himself, but no his power is which is not yeah. that's the best power so far, definitely, yeah, um,
0: I also thought uh, that maybe you know that maybe he was kind of stuck. At first, when they when he was like, oh, we gotta look in between the numbers. I was thinking that he was like kind of caught in a limbo, like he was back, but like he could like kind of like yeah. he was like in between here and there, and he could kind of move in between. Right. I thought, but it's right. just it was in the or upside down
1: long. or something, yeah,
0: <laughs> Some, something, something um, like that, yeah,
1: yeah. So I I think I think the flashback about the brother. I wish I knew his name. It starts with an M. It's not Mateo because that was the tattoo said Mateo. I also called that when they showed the tattoo. Was I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, Mateo yeah, the was the father's their father's name.
1: name. I kind of um, called that too. As Marcus? soon as they showed it, I'm like, Marcus, yeah. Manny. Marcus. Manny.
0: Man- no, Manny. 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 Manny.
1: Manny, yeah. I was like, gee, that tattoo Manny, was a Manny. close-up that could really be on anybody's body, right? It was just a close-up of this tattoo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not going to be a tattoo or he's going to have it removed or whatever. And sure enough, that's what happened. Um But I feel like I wish I'd known a few weeks ago that Manny was, like, a brilliant scientist that worked for the government uh, because it all seemed kind of to come out of –
0: Well, actually, he refuses to work for the government.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, but um, it all was, like, sort of came out very suddenly this week in a way that I felt like uh, maybe they should have let us have that. Like, maybe the story would have – I don't know. Yeah. Um, But his whole detention, yeah, was very stupid. And – like, yeah. why would he not immediately be calling reporters and being like, "Guess what? The government held me." Like, without, you know, like I don't know, that all was kind yeah, of well.
0: Log- logic doesn't always fit into the show. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and we got we got confirmation of one thing though. Covid, Th- Covid that- exists in this in this show.
1: Oh yes, yes, the whole flashback with all Covid, right? Like he yeah. was living with Manny to help with his Covid. Yeah. Although it did exist. We now, I mean, all the people in the hotel and no masks, right? Like there's nobody yeah. like,
0: and you know what, not for um, nothing, you would think that the people in the hotel would definitely want to have masks on because most of them, you know, I mean, especially exposed. the people from like the fifties and stuff. Well, the people from the fifties, they're going to definitely, if they get exposed, they're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anybody, Yeah. Any, anybody pre, you know, 2000 is, is kind of screwed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and potentially is not vaccinated against other stuff, come to think of it.
0: And I um, mean, so honestly, yeah. I don't like shows implementing COVID unless it's going to adhere to the storyline, because otherwise it can't be realistic. Because, like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you ever watched Superstore. Um, there was a comedy on NBC about these people that worked in, like, a Walmart-type place. and. yeah they implemented COVID into the storyline and they, it was beautiful. Like everybody was walking around with masks all the time, except for the employees. Like when you see them in the break room and stuff, everybody's taking their masks off, you know, it was very realistic as far as what it's like working in retail during this whole COVID thing, you know, but when they were on the floor, they had their masks on all the time, you know? So it was, it, it made sense. That's cool. Doing shows like, like, like this and big sky, how it, we think there might've been COVID, but we weren't sure. You know, because you yeah. see people in the background with masks on. It, it was, you know, same thing with the beginning of this until now. They're, you know, now they're verifying that there was COVID. Yeah. Which. Yeah. I, I, I feel like they just need to leave COVID out of it unless it is part of the story.
1: Um. So we also uh, so. I mean, there was that. There was the like you said, the Reverend. Uh, although he's kind of, uh, his storyline is kind of useless right now. Also, um, I, I also it. We've been talking about how dumb it is that um, oh, the woman from the woman from the '60s, whose name is, uh, oh, come on, the woman, Claudette. the woman who was like a Claudette. We've been saying for weeks, like, oh, my God, who goes away to bartending school for, like, two weeks? What the hell? How stupid is that? Well, it turns out she wasn't actually at bartending school. She was at, like, insurgent, insurgent school. She was at, like, yeah. domestic, ter- <laughs> right? domestic terrorist school or wherever she went. She went to some place where she learned how to make – I don't think she learned how to make tear gas in the 50s. I think she learned how to make tear gas at this place she was at, right? Um. Uh, I don't really know how she found it or did it, but she did make a comment in this episode, which I appreciated where she was like, this phone, Mildred, this is like a supercomputer in your pocket and you can find anything and this is how the government follows you and blah, blah, And I was like, that is, that to me was one of the best pieces of dialogue. On it. it was so true. It felt real for a character from the past to be saying like, holy shit, I can't believe like everybody has this thing. And like, she appreciates the value of it so much more than someone who like, like us who just sort of like, you know, it's just part of our lives.
2: Yeah. And
1: I felt like, okay, this is like finally a person on the, sh- finally a person from the past is expressing like, uh, and I just felt like, oh, she's going to become like a leader of some sort of like, I don't know, maybe she and Mildred, like we saw that, that whoever had a vision of Mildred as like a terrorist, I feel like Claudette might. That was, not.
0: um, um, that oh, was his name. Teenager living with, uh,
1: oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Logan. His name starts with an H. His name is Hayden. Hayden.
0: Hayden. There you go.
1: Hayden. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of really liked that. I do like Claudette more than some of the other characters, and I I just felt like that scene to me rang a little more true than some of the others, where she's like, I'm telling you, this phone is like, you know, she's going to use it as a tool to do more than like watch TikTok. And, like, take um, And so I liked that, and I like her. That felt kind of real-ish. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean that the dialogue was good or any of it made sense. And the whole bit about the woman who used to be Jarrell's partner, Jarrell's ex. Well, she's not. She's she's not Jarrell's ex. She's she's Keisha's ex, right? But she's the woman who the woman from the government oh, that Jarrell arrested.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dumb lady. Yeah, her name is Jessica. Uh, her name is uh,
1: Jessica, Gen, name is Gen, Jessica is it, right?
0: Jessica, 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 Jen,
1: something and, like that. And, and and she's Keisha's ex-girlfriend, but she's also Jarrell's ex-partner or friend or something or whatever, right? She's horrible, and she you know she lacks motivation i mean the char- the government the government in general lacks motivation really and the characters that work for the government lack motivation on the show and they just talk about like every now and then Claudette's like they don't like us cuz we're different cuz we're the other and i'm like i get that and that's what the show is trying to say but could you like give like these people some sort of motivation so she's horrible um but i felt like we talked last week about how we thought um Uh, Soraya, the text. tech, Soraya's the um, expert tech person, right? Yeah. We talked last week how I was like, there's no, Jimmy was like, oh, I'm so mad that she's bad. I'm like, she's not bad. She's faking it, right? And she was so mean this week that I'm like, oh, come on. She's definitely a good guy. And then in the end, she like lets on to Jarrell that she's on their side, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I appreciate that that's out, and we don't have to, like, debate that or worry about that for very long.
0: Yeah, you know what? Um, the funny thing was, but until that moment, like, I was still on the fence. Like, I, I it's funny, actually, because I was with, totally with you last week that she was part, you know, that she was playing both sides. And then watching this episode, I'm like, wait, is she really, like, against them? I'm like, I was like, and then, you know, because – Uh, Honestly, that that whole, everything in those scenes were terrible. Like, her entire, she's like, I know how to break them. And then her entire thing, you know, her arguing with him and trying to, like, get him to understand. She's like, you're not paying attention. Like, just the whole thing. Like, to to me, it was obvious what she was doing. And if Jessica's watching it the whole time, Jessica's clearly an awful agent because she should have picked up on that. Like it was so blatantly oh, yeah. obvious that the fact that she didn't pick up on it tells me that Jessica's actually a really, really bad agent. Like, yeah, she shouldn't be an agent. She's
2: like, Like I don't agent. know where she went. Yeah. I don't, I
0: don't, I, I, don't know where she went to her agent yeah. school, but she, she failed.
1: Yes, uh, and also like, okay, we're not watching the show because it's a realistic like police or crime drama. But well, at the end when Jarrell when oh so easily steals the book, I'm like he's being held at DHS and they're going to let him leave yeah. without searching him and just let him get out with this piece of evidence, right? Like, I know it's TV and and you know, it's just TV, it's just we're not, TV. but really like, it's, yeah <laughs> but it's bad TV um, so uh, and then like there's Mildred, so Mildred Mildred is a disturbed individual, I think. Right? M- like Mildred oh, yes, Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was I was saying, you said Mildred's a disturbed individual and I said, You think? <laughs>
1: oh, you think yeah. Well and like Mildred like, shows up. Mildred shows up to ask Claudette for help, right? And then Claudette's like, All right, I'll help you Um and then Claudette's gonna cut her hair. And Mildred's like, don't touch me, don't touch me. And she's screaming and screaming. But did you see how she, like, scrunched up her face? She was trying to use her power to hurt Claudette, yeah. don't you think?
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes.
1: I'm like, wait a minute. You're a total jerk. And why would anybody help you get your powers back? Because she really. But you know what? I mean,
0: I got to say, to be fair, yes, she is. But to be fair, is she like that now because of what the government did to her? from, all, you know, from the way they, you know, how they held her against her will and everything. Because she she didn't seem like that, you know, before when we first meet her. She was very demure and kind of kind, and it seems like her time at Ipsy Med... um
1: oh, Ipsy Med. Can they just call it the hospital?
0: I, I know. I, that's why I said it like that, because I know how much you love it.
1: I um,
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I feel like her time there... Um, Maybe kind of mess her up, but they need to address that. They can't just have her go from being this sweet, demure girl to a psychopath overnight. Like, yeah, you need Um, that, you know, all 4,400 can't necessarily be good, but it's a drastic change for a character without explanation.
1: There's more to find out about her because, um... First of all, isn't she a twin? Didn't she say she's a twin at some point?
0: You know, right? like, I I vaguely, yeah, I vaguely remember that myself, and I remember there was some confusion about that.
1: Right, and if you had a twin who... Okay, so she's been missing since, like, the 70s, right? But if, like, your twin showed up after the 70s, like, wouldn't... Like, I, I just... The number of people who... So nobody on this show... Has any family at all interested in them except, um, she needs, right?
0: Oh, and, and and Ladonna, but she's off screen now. Oh,
1: so. yeah. Well, she was only missing for like two years, Ladonna. She wasn't missing for that
0: long, um,
1: right? She, or like five years. Like she hasn't been gone very. Long. I'm just about Yeah, I know, but else. I'm just but, saying
0: she's 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 off screen now. She's like an afterthought. Like nobody even mentioned her in this episode.
1: That's correct. I know she's. Totally, although she was in the promo for next week, but so yeah, so. Mil, Mildred is only about. Is she even twenty? Is she a teenager? And she's a No, teenager, she's, she's not. 70s,
0: she's definitely she's under twenty-one. 20. Well, she's definitely under oh, twenty-one 20 because. Yes. Because of the drinking, that comment.
1: yes. Yeah, that kind of the drinking. Yeah. Um Which, which so I
0: thought, thought was funny 21. when she's like, "Weren't you just?" At, she's like, "Weren't you just at bartender school?" And she was like, "Well." <laughs> uh, maybe
1: I wasn't at party school. <laughs> um, so she's under twenty-one. She's been missing about forty years, which puts her twin sister only around like sixty, right? And yeah. I, I just feel like, like this is another person whose like family might have come. I know that they, I know that the show they can't just dwell on families and everybody's reunion or whatever. But no one on this show has any family who's remotely interested in them at all. Um, and I don't know. I, I just can't decide what this show wants to be. Like, they they were a little lower on the political, except for the whole Jarrell thing being held by DHS and, like, in his arrest and all that was government overreach, right? And that's a theme on this show. And so there was that. But, like, this trying to be political commentary, is it trying to be a science fiction show? Is there a mystery here? Is there a mystery here that we're ever going to see? Uh, maybe not, right? Like, are we ever gonna? I know I think we complain about this every week that better. we're not we're not yeah. seeing enough powers. Well, we did see a little bit about th- powers.
0: I think that's what made it better this week, though, was there wasn't as much government bullshit in, in a, except for the drill part. You know, I yeah. think that made it a little better, and it, it was more character driven. Yeah. Then.
1: Finally, finally.
0: Ridiculousness.
1: Finally. I'd like to see a little bit more about the Rev. Um, I think that it's going to turn – so there are – I wonder if, A, can he give you your powers back? Because uh, someone yeah. like – so we I saw the week that, to. like, Mildred really wants her powers back, right? But Shanice was saying how nice it is not to have powers. And I wonder if he can give them back. Or we talked last week does he get your powers? Is he like, I mean, we've seen like X-Men characters. who can absorb your power and then use it.
0: Yes. And I think I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I felt like that question might've been answered because if he had, um, what you call it's powers. Then I, uh, uh, Mildred, then I feel like he would have tried to have done more when they got stuck in the elevator.
1: Except he maybe doesn't know he has it. Right.
0: Oh, that, that's true. Oh. That is possible. I hadn't thought about that.
1: Like, nobody on the show can really control their powers yet. A uh, few people can, but not sure. that well, right? Like like Claudette can. Also, I wonder if it's possible that, yeah, he takes your power away, but it's only temporary and it'll eventually come back. Like, I don't know. seems that's like taking powers away... I, I mean, taking powers away is exactly what the government would like to do, so they, if they found out about that, they'd try to control him probably, right? But... I don't know. Right. Seems like how
0: much of a how much of a temporary are we talking here? Because yeah, how long? I mean, it's it's been at least a couple days since he took Mildred's powers.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And Mildred was trying very hard to use her power and couldn't. Yeah. Like she definitely. Which luckily for Claudette, because Claudette would have been, you know. Yeah. I mean, she definitely trying to cut her hair. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when when she said, okay, I'm going to cut your hair, like it wasn't even, yes, it's not much of an offense, and she like was trying to help her and told her she was going to do it. Mildred's a very, like, I think that Mildred probably had plenty of instability before, I think she was an unstable person before she got blooped. Like, I don't think that it's a result. I mean, yes, I think she's definitely angry, but like she's so okay, yes, you should be angry and you should hate the people who locked her up in the hospital, but she's like, I'm so angry, I hate them. I want-. Like, she's so like like unable to control herself in any way, right? I-, I think maybe she was like a screwed up person before she got blooped.
0: It's possible. I just feel like if that was the case, we should have seen more of that prior... We haven't seen a flashback from Mildred yet, have we?
1: No. She's a very angry young woman, and her family should be alive. Some part of her family should be alive. Yes. Right? So why are they not um, coming for her or whatever? Maybe because the show just isn't interested or can't deal with that, but she's messed up. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was a better it was a better episode this week. I, I'll have to agree with you now that we've been talking through it. It was not terrible or as terrible as usual. There were some terrible things in it. Um, uh, and, and there are some like plot device things that you didn't want to talk about like okay where did Andre get an M80 to blow open the lock whatever and also that was such a shitty lock on that door that you could have just kicked it in right like who needed it to blow yeah, the lock you know off what? that door I, it was like a 19th it, it century
0: yeah, it's funny you should say that because I was thinking that myself. Like, why didn't they just kick it in? That was that was my very first sure, thought.
1: I'm pretty sure I could have kicked it in. Like, and I'm like a five foot four tall woman. I'm not, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, well, that's the I mean, thing. why didn't they at least? Why didn't they try?
1: Yeah. So, uh, certainly like blowing and blowing a piece of firework. And that was a big piece of firework. That was like an M 80, right? That wasn't like a firecracker. Yeah. It was pretty big. Like that would be really loud and draw attention to what you're doing.
0: Unless, unless he made that somehow.
1: Well, he might've, he might've becoming more and more. One of my less favorite characters. Um, he, he
0: you, you actually have a, you actually have a favorite character.
1: No, I don't know. I have have people I people I don't like, and people I don't like more. Um, And Andre, I don't know. Andre is like, I don't think that the way he his diction and the way he speaks is maybe valid even for somebody from the twenties or the teens or whatever he's from. And and it is, I don't start to talk like we do. in our modern vernacular, but he is, I don't know. I, 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 look, I'm not from the teens or the 20s, so I guess I don't know why I think I know what they should sound like, but they shouldn't sound like him. Um, I find him to be um, distracting. His manner of speech is distracting. Um, his relationship with Shanice doesn't really ring true to me. I don't see the attraction between that. I don't see any chemistry. I don't see any attraction. I don't see any reason for the two of them. To really be together like that, I like him with Ladonna yeah. better. Not romantic. I like I like Ladonna right, as his right, like right. teacher and educator in the modern era. Oh yeah, I like that friendship. Um.
0: Uh.
1: Yeah. Andre is like to me. He's a I don't know a little bit of a problematic character. But anyway, um. There's only I don't know how many more weeks are left. This is coming. I think it's like three more episodes. No two. Three two. More two, episodes, two, two, right? two.
0: Two. No two. Two, there's 12 episodes.
1: And there's only two left. Yeah. All right. I knew I saw at the end of the promo, it said how many were left. So uh, like maybe something unless, will finally unless happen.
0: Unless I'm maybe just maybe thinking there's this. only 12. Yeah, no, because I know that the, the original creators directing episode 12, I think maybe I did. I might've just assumed that was the finale. Oh, no. So I it
1: think could be, I thought,
0: it could be 13. Then. I,
1: I thought when it ended, it said only three more episodes.
0: It's possible. Like I said, I could just be assuming things.
1: I mean, it could be something. I feel like like something, like the man storyline, something finally happened. Um, and we're actually getting maybe somewhere with the mystery of where they were. Uh, and I am, frankly, like, I've been sort of in the back of my head all along being like, oh, it must be aliens, it must be aliens, it must be aliens, right? I mean, uh, especially, like, setting aside any theories you might have had watching the original show or what happened on the original show, but This seemed very alien-ish. And then suddenly to have Manny be like the scientist who maybe – I mean, the fact that the government's looking for him means he was researching something that's relevant, right? Although, who knows? The government are a bunch of idiots on this show. So I guess we'll see. So I don't know. I guess – is that all we got on this pretty much?
0: Yeah, I think we should move on to Boba.
1: talk about Boba. Ugh, Boba Fett, man. This show is a problem.
0: I take it you did not like the episode.
1: I, 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 you know what? There's only seven episodes. This is episode four. Nothing happens on this show. Like, I, like, I got the same problems I had last week. It is slow and nothing happens. And when is something going to happen on the show? So, I mean, we did, it does seem like the, it does look like the flashbacks are over now, right? Like this took us up to, I mean, first of all, there's an episode where they're like, okay, Boba Fett, you're totally cured. You don't need to be in the back to tank anymore. And the flashbacks are his dreams that he has in the back to tank, right? So, is an indication that the flashbacks are over. And also the flashbacks really took us up pretty much to almost the current time. But like they killed Bid Fortuna, right? And and so I, I think maybe the flashbacks are over. Flashbacks are I don't know, I just you know, one problem I have, I don't really like Boba Fett. I'm not saying I don't like Boba Fett. Like I l like like look, I like the actor, Tamira Morrison, and this Boba Fett is perfectly reasonable, but I'm kinda with a lot of the internet critics who are like this guy is not Boba Fett. Like this story that they're telling about this guy, this is not like, like Boba Fett. Like, like this is a kinder, gentler Boba Fett, and that change is not really just like what we've seen on screen. Like Boba Fett from the movies is like, yeah, whatever. I'll work for Darth Vader. I don't care if he's a jerk. I'll work for Boba Fett. I'm a, um, you know, whatever. And now he's like, oh, you know what? I, like, want to rule with respect, and I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, and I'm going to this and that and that. And did that really all happen to him in the Sarlacc pit? Did he spend, like, five years in the Sarlacc pit thinking, like, I'm a bad person? Let me reform myself?
0: He has no memory. (laughs) He didn't think about anything in the Sarlacc pit. He was knocked the hell out. Right. He just happened to wake up one day. I
1: don't know. There's a lot of criticism that people feel like this Boba Fett is not really the Boba Fett that we – I mean, you don't know much about him. It wasn't really...
0: the, the badass bobo that we know and love.
1: Right. But my main concern is that it's just boring and nothing happens on the show.
0: I did enjoy... I, I it, well, This definitely was a smaller episode, but I, I did enjoy the uh, the backstory um, in this episode because, you know, we see how him and Fennec got together. Um, yes. You know, we knew they had a history, but we didn't know the specifics of it until now. Right. So,
1: so he I, I finds thought that was good. Basically after she gets shot in the gut in the Mandalorian and, and, you know, yeah. who found her. Which, and now, I mean, we knew what we suspected that it was Mobo who found her.
0: Right. Right. Which I don't know if you caught it, but when he sees that flash in the sky, the Mandalorian music plays and then he investigates and yeah. That's when he finds that's when he finds Fennec.
1: When he finds Fennec, yeah. yeah so I that thought that was kind of cool.
0: And then at the end of the episode, when he was talking about, you know, finding people to fight the Pikes, the Vandal, and she's like, well, you know, she's like, for the right price, she's like, I know people. And then Vandalonian music plays again.
1: Yeah. So we might see Ginger So Jaren, I'm wondering, maybe I'm, I'm, right,
0: wondering I'm wondering, yeah. Well, not only that, but I wonder um because it's been it's been accidentally announced that uh Katie Sackhoff's character of um Bo is getting a spin off show also.
1: Oh, really? Like she's kind of interesting. I'd watch that.
0: She yeah, that, um, character. I guess yeah, there was um <laughs> somebody you know, inside the studio, tweeted out congratulations to her, and then it was quickly removed. Oh. And I guess Ming Wan then she congratulated Katie also, and then she was told, you know then there was she was told to remove her post because you know she went off of the post she saw. You know, that's why I, I, I got a you love the internet now. You know, one person screws yeah. up, everybody sees it. So other people chime in, then they then they get in trouble saying anything also because they, <laughs> you know. So but everybody you know what? do I, it. I, bl- I blame the studios themselves, though, because yeah, y- you got to go around and, t- and tell your people, hey, listen, th- nobody say nothing.
1: Yeah. This is a secret. Don't let it out. Yeah.
0: It only takes one person. Right. Just ask Tom Hall. Just ask Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo.
1: Right. So maybe the Mandalorians not coming on. Maybe it's um, Bo-Katan that's coming on.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, it, it could be, could be them. It could be both. You know, there could, there could be a bunch of and there's and there's another. I don't know how much you've read, and I'm not going to say it on the podcast here, but there is another Star Wars alum that is rumored to be making a cameo at some point this season.
1: Well, I mean, these Star Wars shows are big on that. I um, guess stars and the cameos, which is great. I mean, I'm happy to see them.
0: This is but this, if, if this is this, true. This, if this is true, this is a big, huge one. So. Bigger,
1: well, not bigger than like Luke Skywalker being on The Mandalorian, but
0: um, not as big, but damn close. Eh, some might some might think it's bigger.
1: Well, I've depends heard on some your,
0: people
1: speculate that could it be? from solo. Depends on who you like in the
0: Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean at any rate, they need something. I, I find like, I'm finding that Boba Fett is kind of a boring character. Like the kinder, gentler Boba Fett is not that interesting a guy. And I thought that, like I don't understand what Boba's doing when Boba goes to meet with the other crime family. And he's like, "All right, like let's have a temporary truce to go against the Pike Syndicate. And they're all like, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We're, we're, you know. And then it's like, okay, well, just don't go against me then. And I'll fight them all by myself, and I'll do you all this big favor and get rid of them, but don't go against me. And they're like, um, yeah, okay. And I was like, oh, my God, you're the worst negotiator and the worst crime lord ever. Like, I thought his whole deal was taking over. And he's like, no one – I mean, talk – I mean – that guy was totally right. No one's afraid of him. Nobody respects him. Nobody wants to help him or go in with him. Like, I'm like, what the? He's not yeah. I don't think
0: it's going to stay. I don't think it's going to stay like that. Well, cause it's, cause the thing is he, he's still building up his power and I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's going to stay this way. I think it's, it's just a starting off point. But I mean, will see how it, to it
1: Like, like, why didn't he keep um, corant the the murder wookie, Anton? Why didn't he keep Anton, Right, that's his name. Um,
0: well, he did. Like,
1: I don't know. No, he didn't. He let him go and let him walk away, and he only comes in like this week when, like, he hires him this week. I don't know why he didn't. Like, Boba's like, oh, i oh, have the army. Why
0: didn't he? Why didn't he hire him from from the start? You mean?
1: Yeah, or anybody else. Gotcha. Like, only now that he's ready to do the plate, he's like, I need somebody more than my Vespa gang to help me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I really the don't Vespa like them. Vespa gang. <laughs> they're kind of – I mean, I don't hate them. They're, not, they're just kind of ridiculous that he has a Vespa gang that are his, you know, helpers. But um, I just – I – we're halfway through, more than halfway through, and, like, nothing has happened. And I just feel like it's really slow and it's boring. And, like, um, I, don't, I don't dislike Boba Fett, but they're not giving me anything to, like, root for or get behind or care about so much. Uh, to gotcha. me, the most, like, to me, the biggest moment of the show that got the biggest reaction out of me I was like, Oh my god, he's setting the Bantha free. It's gonna be by itself. I'm so sad for the Bantha, right? Like the Bantha was his friend. <laughs> and then he set it free and I was sad and I was sad, right. That was to me that was the highlight of the episode.
0: <laughs> I and think it's just sign. a slow build I, I I think it's a slow build up. It to sure tells slow, yes.
1: It. Yes, it's a slow build up for sure. <laughs> um I don't hate it. I'm. I mean, I'm happy to watch it. Uh, I, no, I'm not happy to watch it. I'm watching it. I'm watching it because I want to get to the end of it and see what happens. I'm not. It's not like when I watched The Mandalorian and I and I I came to The Mandalorian late, and when I watched it, I was like, okay, I binged it. I was like, one more episode. Let me watch one. What time is it? It's midnight. Let me watch one more. It's one o'clock. Let me watch one more. <laughs> right.
2: Gotcha.
1: I don't see how anybody could feel like that about The Mandalorian. With its incredibly slow pace and terrible, again, terrible dialogue, right? Like, like you have to admit the dialogue is terrible. It's not well written. This show, of course, now the Mandalorian had even less dialogue than this show does. Right. <laughs> Mandalorian was very, like, slim on the dialogue. Um, this show is too. But what we have is like it's just nothing but exposition. Every like these flashbacks require the Mandalorian to explain everything.
0: Um, but at least they're doing exposition by showing and not telling. There's nothing worse than exposition by telling.
1: Oh, they're telling some, but yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you about the Sarlacc yeah, is... pit. I want to ask you about the Sarlacc. I got it. So, oh, that, was well, stupid. that was kind of a, well, it was stupid. That I didn't like. Because, first of all, Why does he think his armor is in there? He crawled out of the Sarlacc pit wearing his armor, right?
0: That's exactly what I said.
1: Like, okay, I could believe maybe that he had... Like, does he have memory loss that he doesn't remember? The Jawa stripping him of his... The Jawa took it, right? Um,
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: But the way he got out of the Sarlacc pit was using his armor... Like, you surely don't believe that you got out of the Sarlacc without your armor because you would be dead. You'd be right. digested, right? Like, that was dumb. And also, it was not the actions of a good captain. Like, they almost got killed because of him, like, assuming the – like, why did he assume the Sarlacc wasn't down there? That it was dead or something, right? Like, um, I was, like, we all knew the Sarlacc was, like, going to get them.
0: Yeah. Landwork was is done just for that purpose.
1: Yes, just. For the, I mean, it was kind of a good action scene.
0: Um, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think I feel like it was done for the sake of the action,
1: and not for any narrative that made any sense. Right. Yeah, and it, it further begs the question: like, why does Fen? So Fennec is is. I mean, I like Fennec. Fennec is more and more a favorite character of mine. I think, and and I'd probably watch a whole show about her because she never talks, but she just, like, one word or a look from her, like, says volumes, right? Um, I can't yeah. really figure out why she's staying with Boba. Like, I feel like she's, like, you know, she's, like, she's, like, okay, Boba, I'll help you steal your ship. Um, and they, they break in, they steal slave one. And then he's like, okay, you're, you are you know, you're done. You don't have to, like, your debt is paid. And she's like, I don't really think I'll hang around. I think she's just kind of like, maybe at four they go and meet the Mandalorian and help Grogu. But um, I think that she staying with him because she's like, eh, let me just see what happens here. I don't think she's buying into his, like, newfound, like, I don't want to be a bounty hunter because, like, the bosses are jerks and we could, like, you know, he's got this, like, pro-labor stance in this episode. And I get it, but I'm not. I don't think that's why Fennec is hanging around. I don't know why she's hanging around. What do you think?
0: Well, he did. He did. Pro- um, you know, he he did promise her that. You know, he's gonna. Oh, like you know, he's gonna make her wealthy. He's gonna. He's gonna. You know, make her wealthy. And okay. I mean, he's he's even splitting it fifty-fifty. You know, it's not like he's more of a partnership than um, her, her working for him. Yeah. And I like the fact that she's letting him be the face, while still having yeah. just as much impact and and decision making as he does.
1: Yeah, I mean she's a, and and she's I mean she's a better fighter or she was in this episode, right? She's a better gunner. She's a better fighter. She's a better uh, and she says she likes to be a free agent, but.
0: He's still there. I seem to have lost Karen. It
2: doesn't say the call
0: dropped though. Did I well <clears throat> oh, apologies. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I seem to have either or maybe I lost the call. Nope, I'm still connected. I'm sure she'll call Up oh, there she, she is. is. Hi, Hello. <laughs> Hi, my
1: call dropped. I don't know why. My call just suddenly yeah. ended.
0: I was confused because your, your, your first, your original call is still showing on the, on the switchboard. So I was con- very confused. Oh,
1: yeah? <laughs> Whoops. Um, no, I'm back. Sorry. It just dropped. Uh, and we were talking about That's Fennec, okay. but we might be almost finished talking about Fennec. I don't know. Um, I lost my train of thought where I was before I hung up, but whatever. Um, I guess I'm just hoping that with the flashbacks over, we can have some action for the next three episodes and have like some, something yeah. really good. I guess we're going to see, we're going to see Boba like take control of Tatooine or of most Espa or whatever. He only, he doesn't want all of Tatooine. He just wants his own little area. He just wants to take control of most Espa. Even though, Java's empire was far beyond Tatooine, right? Like Java was like a interstellar interplanetary crime lord, I think, wasn't he?
2: Um and,
1: and Maybe not. I don't know that much about Star Wars compared to
0: I mean, yeah, Maybe I mean not.
1: I thought his whole were kind thing, of mass, but I could be wrong. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Said, yes,
0: I mean he's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all all the huts are very. Um, you know, there's a hierarchy. Like I said, they're kind of like the five families, and Java yeah. was definitely high up on on the chain. But yeah. at the same time, the huts are always backstabbing each other too.
1: Yeah, so. I do have a question. Which is, how is Boba going to make money? Because Boba says Boba doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. And he also said, tells the other families he's not going to demand tribute, which is sort of like the way the whole thing operates, right? Like people would pay tribute right. to like Jabba or whatever. And he's not going to ask for a tribute from them. So I'm not really sure how he's going to make money.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure Maybe either. Maybe
1: it doesn't really matter. I guess it doesn't really matter, but... I'm like, Job, I don't know how you're going to make uh, – uh, Boba, I don't know how you're going to, like, make money and pay Sinek for her time. Um, but I guess he has a plan.
0: Well, I think um, why he's going to take – well, I think part of it is he's going to take the Pikes down and take their money.
1: <laughs> well, I guess he could take over the spice, the spice business because he doesn't really –
2: well, like,
1: Boba's not well, he's against, against Spice. spice. Is he against spice, he? or is he just against people like traveling through the Tuscan Raider territory without paying them protection?
0: I, I think he's I think he's kind of against the spice.
1: Oh, really? I thought A lot he was of people against, died for like, that spice. Yes, I thought he just was against because he did say like you can't pass through these territories anymore without paying uh, the Tuscans you know, hold claim right. as their ancestral lands or whatever. And he wanted them to, like, get paid. Like, he never said, like, you can't drive through here anymore. I don't think. Um, but whatever. Well, cause uh, maybe, I think so, – uh, yeah,
0: whatever. It doesn't matter.
1: Whatever. That's a way to make money. I'm not sure he's going to make money. But, again, like, that's not really what this show is about. Java's, like – I mean, Boba's way of making money is not really the story they're telling. So we'll see. Um, I hope it gets better. I find it—it's a yeah. I'm watching this show in large part because of my love for The Mandalorian, not because of my love for the show.
0: Yeah, like I said, I think it's just—it's it's building up, and I, I think the last two episodes are gonna definitely be more action-packed. Well, good. I, 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 mean, I I'm
1: sure they will. With three more, I think. So, yeah, sure. yeah, I just hope something happens. So, I, I, I feel like Jabba's backstory... Uh, why do you call it Java? I feel like Boba's backstory could they have rhyme. been told in fewer... They could have been told in fewer flashbacks, maybe. Like, we had four episodes of flashbacks telling in minute detail what he did on the boring planet of Tatooine. Um, and the most interesting part was the Tuskins, and they just annihilated them all in the name of, of you know... It's another example of the indigenous people getting wiped out so the white man can have character growth. Well
0: it was just it was just it was just one one plan. It wasn't all of them.
1: I know, I know. They're all they're around there somewhere. Anyway, um that part to me was kind of good. But I guess we'll we'll see where it goes. We've got a couple weeks left. So, so. All right. Move on from it. Should we go on to our next show? God, we're moving fast, huh? Yes. All right. Snowpiercer.
0: Oh, my God. I am so glad (laughs) Snowpiercer's back. Holy crap. I just watched watched it tonight. I watched
1: it last night. Yeah. It was good. Oh, yeah. It was a good episode, I thought. A good premiere. And I have questions and issues, but it was good.
0: I paused. We paused the show at one point because I was getting up to do something. And I said, "Oh my God, there's only two minutes left!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, she I was back not. Down.
0: I was. I was not happy.
1: It went by fast because it was like every scene it was. Did. There, there were no wasted scenes. There were no throwaway scenes. Okay, there was one throwaway scene in this episode, which was a fraction of a scene, which was LJ and Oz kissing in the in the night car, and I and. I think they were just in it so it had something to do because that scene was whatever. But it was only like five seconds, not even. But every scene pretty yeah, much was even, like major.
0: Even even their scene though was had, was purposeful cause, and Donnie.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> was, that, I, did you notice him in the very beginning? I noticed him in like the yeah, very first
0: yeah, in the cold that open. Was, yeah. It was actually funny. Artie and I, Artie and I both noticed him, and we were and we were both like Donnie. <laughs> And it was I so know. funny because I was like I, I said to I think I said Artie, I was like, Did you see that? And he's like, Yeah He goes, But don't get too excited. He's like he's like, We had Kellogg in season one and haven't seen him since and then sure enough, two seconds later we see Martin again and we're like, yes. Hey yes. that's who we've been yeah. talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Christian Brun, I think is his name, the guy who plays uh Yeah. Who plays who played Don Black and, and plays this guy um, I wonder if he's going to become like a a character because Christian Broom's kind of a pretty well known actor in sci-fi, right? But he also had a very small role yes. on um on that plane crash show, right? Um, and that plane crash show. Not that's not giving away much. It was called um oh the one about the woman who's the crash investigator. Anyway, I wonder if he's going to have a small role or a big role. But it was great to see him. You know, an actor who we love. Um, But, whoa, this whole episode. So everything that happened on Snowpiercer was, like, so tense and wow. And then everything that happens on Big Alice was really um, intense and wow. And I just, like, I mean, every scene that Wilford is in, you just hate him and want to get rid of him. And the way that he is still torturing poor Javi, Ho- I mean, poor Javi having to be the engineer. Oh, my the ring, God.
0: Right? Poor Javi. Oh, dear God, Javi. I felt so, I, you know, it's funny. I actually, I was like, is that Javi that's like in the Eskimo skin over there? I was like, I was like, what the hell, man? Yeah. And, and, Javi, and Javi looks just so defeated. Like, he's going he's gonna to need a therapist when this is all done.
1: Uh, well, he's being terrorized by this dog still, right? Like, obviously, yeah. like, Wilfred is – like, he was mauled by the dog in the previous episode uh, last season, and he's still being terrorized by the dog, obviously, like, you know, like, Wilfred's keeping there. And did you see that Javi is, is taking IVs? He's hooked up to IVs. So yeah. I'm not sure what Javi – so six months has passed since the last episode, right? So right. was Javi so mauled by this dog? that six months later he still is taking IVs for his recovery. But then I was like, That's I, guess. What I thought. But then I thought, then after one, I thought, I wonder if like they're drugging him to keep him like compliant or whatever. But then I thought, no, you wouldn't do that with IVs, right? You just like give him a shot or a pill or whatever. Like is that like, is know. he still taking like intravenous medication because like he's so fucked up know. from being bitten by the dog? I don't need Yeah, that. I wonder that myself. Like poor hobby. I'm not really sure. And he never Yeah. He never speaks. He never once he says like yes, sir or something, right? He never yeah. speaks. He never when they about, you know
0: When he asked about the cream and he's like, No, I haven't, sir.
1: Yeah. And Wilford and the dog are like like right by him. Like Wilford is a sadistic SOB. Oh yeah. I mean
2: You know what? <laughs>
0: Did, did you hear um, when um, uh, what's his face there? Oh my god, the main character drawing a blank. Andre, when Andre, Andre. is doing the o- opening monologue, he called it Wilfred's Gulag, the train. He didn't call it Big Alice. He he, did. Uh, he goes How- however many cars long on Wilfred's Gulag, and I was like, oh my god, that was great.
1: Yeah yeah it says like something like it's something like thousand and twenty three cars long now because now there are yeah some trains are, yeah, yeah, um, uh yeah, that was I mean, it really is right, like like they show how everyone now everyone now is totally like so big Alice, it's freezing cold on big Alice, um, and everyone's working all the time. Um, in some role to like keep the train moving, right? There's no like, there's no more of this like, first class and whatever. Everybody seems to be like, it really is like a gulag, right? I mean, yeah, it, well, it's he called really you know, like.
0: It is one, it is one train now, which is what is one one class, which is funny because that's what they were fighting for in the first place, and now they kind of have that. But yeah, is it really one class when Wilford's in charge? Uh mm-hmm. huh.
1: I know, right? Because they had it's the Kind resistance. of like one class, but it's, it's, it's but and it's a terrible class. Yeah. There is no, I mean, Wilford, I guess is is cutting up steak for his dog, which I don't know where he's getting steak yeah. now because I thought all the cattle were killed. But he's cutting up steak I... for his dog, and everyone else is like can't take a bath, is freezing to death, is like starving, right? Like, I mean, that's so Wilford, but I mean, I, lo- I think
0: I love, I love that Ruth mm-hmm. is leading the resistance. Of all people, I just her character arc has been great.
1: It really and has, because she just, was like one of the she was like the number one person who was like so like into Wilford, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, her character arc and she might have had have the been incredible. She must.
0: She might have. She might have had the best line of the episode when they get found out and they move up to the first class car, <laughs> and they go through the dining room and everything's exactly how it was six months ago. And she's like, Oh my God, couldn't (laughs) Kevin clean up? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. She's, I mean, she can't like, she can't change her spots. Right. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That was crazy. Uh, I love that. But yeah, it is like, she's, She's the leader of the resistance, and Pike is her right-hand man, which is crazy also, right? Yeah. And Pike, Pike, who was, like, such a kind of volatile and self-absorbed guy, seems to really be... I mean, he still is, but... Um, yeah,
0: I've always liked Pike. I think he's a good character. Um,
1: I like him, too. hes I mean, he, I like the actor. Simon... Is his name Simon something, right? Or was his name Simon? I don't oh, know what the actor's name is. Dead. Steve, his name is Stephen... Ogle or something like that oh my stephen uh he' uh, on the Walking dead um, anyway uh yeah he was a savior, but anyway yeah i, I mean i have liked him too on the, he's a very charismatic actor, and he brings a lot to a to a character like yeah. that um so yeah, ruth is fantastic um and you know they know they t- i love when they like. Know the train kind of better than Wilford like Wilford's like after them, um, but they all know the tr- they know the train they know their way around they've planned everything like this I love this resistance um, they're going to be really important when andre comes back to you know andre's like okay let 's take our train back um that's coming um when they 'll try to put the trains back together. I loved the parts with Al- so Alex has not been my favorite character not that i don't like Alex, but I've liked other characters maybe more, but I I liked those scenes where Alex was, like, driving the train um, and trying to figure stuff out. I did not love that moment she had with Audrey, so... Uh,
0: oh, my God. You mean the, the certifiable one? Yeah. Audrey's like nut job. I, I. Audrey is just... I mean, where, what did she think she was going to do? I mean, she, she's got her and Martin are gonna take over the train? Are you kidding me? <laughs> come on. Well, I can't believe
1: that Till put Martin in a position of authority and gave him like a taser and let him be sort of in charge of those two in the in the library, right? I mean that's ridiculous. Um and of course like like he's gonna betray them. I would have hoped that six months away from Wilford, Audrey might have like come back a little bit to herself. Like like, Audrey's arc is a little problematic that when Leighton sends her in last season, listen, I don't really want to go back to, to him. Uh, it was a bad situation. I'm afraid I might, like, you know, it was an abusive situation. I'm afraid I might go back to him. And Leighton's like, don't worry about it. I trust you. And then she, you know, within, like, 24 hours of being with, with Wilford, she's totally converted to his side. Now she's six months away from him, but she's still, like, totally loyal to him. I, I, Audrey's a little so Audrey's a little bit problematic for me. Um, yeah. Uh, and it was a little easier to break out. Um, I did love that Till, like, came back around and hit them in the with a wrench. Um, the yeah. part that I'm getting at that I didn't so really lovely. like was I didn't love Alex's crisis of faith there for a moment where Alex was like, what if Audrey's right? Maybe we should go back to Wilfred. And I was like, wait, what? How could, like, how could, it just felt so out of character to me. Yeah. For her, for Alex to have that moment. Yeah. How could Alex and, and it's, ever it's, not it's, hate him after he after what he did to Melanie?
0: Right, and it's 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 kind of very unexpected considering everything that led up to that moment. Because she's all about saving yeah. everybody, and she's like, we got you know, and she's arguing with with uh, Ben, and she's like, we got to go, you know, the train's doing you know, and everything, and Ben's like, no, we got time, and they're going back and forth. And then the conversation with Till, when, uh, you know, she's like, how am I going to do this? And Till's like, you know, what would Melanie do? And she's like, Melanie would just know the answer. She's like, all right, what would Ben do? Oh, he'd get a pen and paper and mansplain it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but that gave her an idea, you know, that gave her an idea and she started figuring it out. And then, of course, Audrey showed up. And now it's just, God, Audrey. And it's funny because I've always liked Audrey until now. (laughs) yeah like she is yeah. just
1: and like seriously last season,
0: demented
1: last season she was demented, but she was under Wilford's influence, so I could kind of be yeah. like, okay, Wilford has this weird ability to like make people worship him or whatever, but she's six months away from him now, right yeah um yeah, so um. Yeah, she's she's probably I wouldn't mind seeing her be killed because I don't really see what use Audrey has on the train anymore. Like Audrey Audrey well, had that sort of like
0: She's a trade piece. It? They want to when they go back well, the first thing they're yeah. going to do is hostage hostage negotiations. They're going to trade yeah, love
1: Audrey
0: They're going to trade Audrey for um for Zara.
1: Well, so we should talk about Zara and what's going on with Zara. Talk
0: yeah. What the hell is that about? Are they making her baby the new icy bomb?
1: I think they might be. are they be just doing experiments? That, that was no normal. So when they were having a sonogram, at first I was like, wait, why do they have this, like, curtain? You know how there was a curtain in front of uh, like, yeah. Zara's face? I'm like, well, why can't you see and then you see that Zara's unconscious, she's been sedated, and they're putting a needle in the baby, right? Yeah. Uh so I don't know what that's a good so that's a good idea, AJ. I wasn't sure. It hadn't occurred to me that they were making the baby an icy bob.
0: But maybe I'm not they sure. Are, I'm I just It was just a thought yeah. because I was like, What are they doing?
1: Yeah. I I don't know either what they're doing. If like, it's always been kind of weird that he was so into the baby because, whatever, like, people can get – other people can get pregnant. That, like, the show doesn't have a problem with fertility. The problem on this show is, like, you can't have too many babies because you have limited resources, right? Right. Um. But, like, to have a baby is not maybe that unusual thing. And I've, oh, I've thought for a while last year, he, oh, it's Layton's baby. So if he can get that baby – you can have power over Leighton because it's Leighton's child, right? But no, they're like right. experimenting on this baby. So, I mean, your icy Bob theory is one pretty good theory, I think, right now of what they're – I mean, those, the headwoods are like like total mad scientists.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Icy Bob was their Frank, their first Frankenstein's monster and they're trying to improve each way. Like, you know Well on
1: Josie they improved Josie was their on, second. Josie
0: right? Yeah, they exactly they proved on I'm Josie and now they're messing with a baby.
1: But uh, I am not really sure what they're like what okay, so they need an Icy Bob just to do work on a train. I mean, I think I'm I'm with the argument that Leighton made last year that, that Wilford doesn't want to get off the train. Like, Wilford has a great life, and it's like the dictator of a country aboard this train. And should the world yeah. – get like, part of the reason he doesn't want Melanie to be right is because if the world got warmer and they get off the train, he loses control, right?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so I don't really know what is up with this. I mean, yeah, controlling the baby would keep late in line, but they, I don't know what, they're,
0: what he's up to. It's just experiments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, so there was all – I mean, all that is so great, what's going on. I I also – I love sort of the role reversal on the train, that now – like, Andre's on this train – that they're so hot all the time, right? They're, like, they've got a short train. And I, I love the way Alex described it. She said, we've got a jet engine strapped to a, a skateboard. Is that what she said? Like, they've got this, like, Snowpiercer's engine was designed to carry, to pull a big, heavy train, and they only have six cars. Yeah. So they've got this huge engine on, like, no train. And then Big Alice was designed to pull a smaller train and they've got like all the cars. And so they're freezing and they can't keep up because the engine isn't up to it. Right. I love that sort of role reversal kind of thing going on there. I don't really, I mean, I don't. when they get back together, I don't really see that being resolved. I mean, I can see both trains being like, we can't survive unless we hook the trains back up together, but I think they would still have to have this border with two different Two different kind
0: of Well, yeah I mean, it's be sides of the border to be, right? yeah. yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it, it is. works itself it up. but i i you know i get I get the feeling though so that it's gonna be it's gonna be a minute before that even happens, I mean, I think there's gonna a lot, oh, it's gonna yeah. be a lot of story with the train still separated, um yeah. You know, I like, I like the fact that once again, Wilford is chasing Snowpiercer, <laughs> you know, it's yes. like he caught Snowpiercer yeah. and then they got away and now he's chasing him again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so we're not really, um, I mean, a couple more things. To talk. So we're not talking about like the big, the other big thing that happened. Um, and uh other stuff on the train, I guess. I mean, so we saw that um, that scene where um, I think his name is Simon on the Pike on the show. Stephen Og is the actor. Pike. Yes, He, yeah, he, he Og. gives somebody a shower, a bath token as a reward. Oh yes. And and they are found out. Although they don't find out Pike, right? Like they don't give up where they got it from because Pike. So their punishment is that they're going to have raw sewage thrown on them which is disgusting and horrible. Um, but Pike throws the first bucket, which they didn't find out that it was Pike, right? Like, it's the woman who was in the back nah. and the guy who was the watermaster are the two people who are being... They didn't out-Pike either one of them. Um,
0: yeah, no, they just chose him I mean, to be the first to throw... Yeah. ...the sewage...
1: It just so happened that he was the first, and and happens that he's the like second commander of the resistance. Um, I mean, that was very that was very Kevinish kind of punishment, I think, because Kevin is, I mean, Kevin is kind of like Ruth used to be, but to the nth extreme, right? Like Kevin is 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 way. Well, Kevin's broken.
0: Was. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin's also mm-hmm. broken because of the whole mm-hmm. suicide scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, his devotion to to Wilford was like beyond anything. Um, but he also was very like, I mean, so the way Ruth was so into, I mean, the way Ruth was so into order and and a perfect veneer, a veneer of perfection over everything, right? Like, I can see yeah. why Kevin, Kevin's even more like that and why throwing sludge on... I mean, your, your penalty... Your crime was trying to get clean. So your punishment is being, like, filthy. Um, it was a... I don't know. It was kind of a weird scene. and I could see, like, that's very Wilfordish also because Wilford's... Wilford also was very much about appearances, right? Like, he wanted to have this beautiful train yeah. that everything would seem perfect. Um, and then all the third class in the back of the house stuff like exist to like. There's a whole underbelly of the train that allows everything to happen without anybody seeing it.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot more to that train than you know what most people yeah. get to. I mean, we saw that when they yeah. were traipsing through, trying to get well, away once they were outed.
1: Oh yeah, and that's that's kind of actually what allows them allows the the resistance to happen, right? Like, the resistance yeah. could never happen without all these, like, underground kind of parts of the train. So.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought that was great, though, when the woman that was had taken the bath, um, when, they're you know, they're about to, you know, the sewage on her, she's like, she goes, like, it, it was worth it. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> <You> yeah.
1: <know? laughs> like, yeah.
0: It, it was so worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who knows the last time any of them got a bath. Um, yeah. Especially a hot bath, yeah. You, you know, know, that you that know what I love I mean, about it,
0: though? Yeah. You know, it continues to be hilarious where they're like, oh, because they took a bath, they're taking away from you, you know, and, and everything. But you, you go back to you think, Wilford's feeding his dog steak. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> like... Yeah. Is it really them taking a bath really that much of a big deal?
1: Yeah, right? Like, I mean, I know that they don't have heat, but, like, is it really that big a deal? Isn't it, like, I mean, it's a great, obviously it was a great morale booster for her, um, and, like, it doesn't really... (sighs) Wilford's, like, instinct is always to be cruel and harsh and... And, like, yeah, what is the big deal if somebody, like, gets up fast, even if it's only as a reward once in a while or whatever? I I mean, he, he, yeah, I, I don't even know. What I I'm mean, going granted, this, but... granted,
0: granted, it was a resistance reward, but so he's trying yeah. to cut down yeah, the resistance. Yeah, but still,
1: right? Yeah. Um, and their problem is I think they can't go fast enough and generate enough power to heat, Right. Like the like the engine was designed to carry fewer cars, and they can't put power into the heating because they gotta put power into dragging a thousand cars. Right, I think is what's going on there. Yeah. So I mean, we had this other kind of big thing is is when they left the train when Leighton and Ben Bennett Bennett and Leighton and Josie end up leaving the train to go on this little mission, right? Like Bennett is taking core samples. Which seems like a bad idea, like like really, I mean, I know there's only like twelve people on um, um I think they have six cars, right? Snow is pulling only six cars, I, I think right that. now, and there's only like maybe a dozen people, but of all people to send outside, should you send the only guy who I mean, I know Alex could drive the train also, but anyway, Bennett goes out there, and Bennett falls they're in North Korea, and Bennett falls in a hole, and they have to go out and rescue him. So there was all that scene. So what did you think of all that part?
0: Um, I liked all that. I mean, because you, you, you know we're already seeing that Melanie is definitely right. You know, there's there's fresh snow on the ground. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so I mean, what they're doing is is essentially you know the you know the future. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, you know, and it's funny as he's walking. I'm like, this—he's gonna fall through something. I was like, he can't fall through the ice mm-hmm. or anything. I was like, there's—I was like, he's walking on something. I was like, so we need to—something uh, ain't right here. And then, of course, he falls through. Um, but the whole point of it is, um, when late—you know—when Andre goes down to save him, and, and, and you know, and actually, that, that whole scene pissed me off actually a little bit. Because I kept saying I was like, "You, dude, you've got like eight minutes left of air. You need, you know, you just told Josie you're right behind her, and you decide to fucking investigate instead." And I'm like, "Why? Why are we investigating? You know, get out right. of there, and come and come back. Come back another time. You don't have time for this. You know. I mean, if he hadn't, yeah. you know, run into this other person, then he's dead. You know." I mean, granted, yeah. I see something and, glow- hot look, something red and glowing. I'm, I'm gonna investigate too, and I get that um, but what did you think about the fact that there's a nuclear reactor still going at this time?
1: Well, I mean, that seems highly unlikely. Um, they're in North Korea uh so I mean, I, you know, part of – that gives them cover to be like, oh, no one ever knew about this. Like, no one knew there was nuclear – oh, it's North Korea. Like, nobody knows what the hell going on in North Korea. So I guess it gives the writers cover. <laughs> but, right?
2: <laughs>
1: right? No, seriously. They call it the Hermit yeah. Kingdom. I guess it gives the writers cover that nobody knew what the hell was going on there. I think it's highly unlikely. I just don't – I mean, we've seen, like, like, when there have been other nuclear – Reactor problems around the world, like sometimes, like they need to be watched all the time. Or they, like, you can't just have a nuclear reactor that for, it's been eight years, that no one's paying attention to it for eight years. It cannot be still running. It either would have been shut down or, or like melted. I mean, I guess part of part of the thing of a nuclear reactor is that you're always having to cool it, right? You've got to have these, you're always having these cooling Well, the, world, trying to the cool world's really cool stuff. right, right now. World, so. Yeah, I guess with the world getting freezing cold. Maybe that would help, but it yeah, does seem like the this person has been living of. in some – so this – it does seem like this person has been living underground there. Not underground, like a nuclear reactor is covered in snow, like everything covered in snow, right, in the whole world. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure I buy that. Maybe there'll be some other explanation that it's just one little room where they have some kind of warmth. This person had a very similar kind of mask and head thing to what yeah. – like, helmet? Head thing. Helmet to what Layton had on. Um, I don't know. I mean, so there's a survivor. So Layton brought this person onto the train. It's a woman, right? And Leighton has yep. brought her onto the train. It's funny because when they were coming back, um, someone, Josie says, there's yes, there's one person, right? But it's two people? Like, I didn't really follow that so much. But
2: what, anyway, mean, this person is
1: – oh, no, that was when that was when Josie was coming back with Bennett. And Alex is like, there's two of them, there's two of them, right? Somebody's looking out the window and being like,
0: there's one of them, there's two of them.
1: I can't remember exactly what I yeah, saw there. Yeah, they Sorry. were saying – yeah, they
0: were, yeah they were, there was, there was like, it's only two of them. There should have been three. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Because it was, yeah, was it was just Josie and Ben. There should have been three because it was just Josie and – yeah. Um, okay, so Layton eventually comes back. So there's that whole business where Leighton's running – as you said, he's running out of air, he's running out of air, and he's like, oh, let me keep investigating, which is crazy because yeah. the – the likelihood that he would find anybody is zero. Like, okay, he found somebody, exactly. right? But you're not going to find it. It's been eight years since the world froze, and you're not going to find anybody. Uh, and he heard a noise. It's probably a rat or something.
0: Everybody um, <laughs> already Ar- said the same thing. Already said it's probably a rat again. I was like, no, there's definitely been th- there's definitely been somebody there this time.
1: Hmm. I also am not really sure why... If you lived alone for eight years underground and a person came, why is your reaction to try to kill them? Why is your reaction not to be like, holy shit, there's well, other people alive. Thank God. Hello, hello.
0: It's, it's, actually, it's actually funny because I have the perfect answer to that because that was the first thing I said. I said, even if he finds think like, whoever this person is, they're not going to be helpful because they're going to be batshit crazy. They've been living alone this whole time. They're nuts. Right. They are gone. Have you ever seen the movie Moon with uh, Sam Rockwell? No. You can't be isolated like that for that period of time and not go crazy. It's just, it's it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can be stuck by themselves for that long and not just lose their friggin' mind. Now, maybe there okay. were other people with her. Maybe there were other people with her that's you know, and they all slowly died off, and now she's alone. And maybe she's only been alone for a short time, but if, she, but if she's been alone for any significant amount of time, she, I, I would attack somebody too because she's not plain and simple. Okay, I, I mean, can't, you know,
1: that's a that's a decent argument because. Like, why wouldn't you be, like – you know, it's not like a walking dead situation where there are bands of dangerous people walking around and you've got to, like, prepare yourself. This person has been alone and thinks everyone on the planet is dead. Probably, right? Yeah. Although if you – I mean, of course, here's the other part. If Snowpiercer goes around the world once a year or once every nine months or when it takes that to happen, right, they're pretty near the train tracks. Like, has this person – seen Snowpiercer go by once a year for a year. That's
0: a, that's a good question. Fair question. And then
1: like, oh, there's that train and those people again. I don't know. But, I mean, yours is a good answer, because I was thinking this person should be kind of happy um, to see someone, but apparently it was not. Um, almost beats the shit out of Layton. Um, <laughs> and then he brings on the train. So, I am... Um, I mean, we knew it wasn't Melanie because they're in North Korea, and Melanie didn't no. walk to North Korea well, faster actually, the train to
0: get there. Well, not only that, I, I, I didn't realize they were in Korea at first. Um, when we were watching it, it took me a minute to realize that. But I said I said to Artie, I was like, I swear to God, if this is Melanie, I'm going to be pissed because <laughs> it should not be. Because nope. I'm sorry, I was like, I, this can't be a show where – we run around and just happen to run into our people everywhere. I was like, that's just not happening. I was like, D- no.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're right. There's I was like, no that, is that is that
0: not allowed.
1: Yep, and so it's not her. Um, it, I mean, it remains to be seen if she's dead because Jennifer Connelly still you know, appears on the poster, I think.
0: Does she really?
1: Yeah, I think Jennifer Connelly has been in like, and you know, and she and she, yeah, I, I think she's been in the pro. I think here's, I've seen her in like the poster. Here,
0: here's here's my Jennifer Connelly problem. I I I know you and I both are very nobody, no dead, but yeah, this given given the circumstance that we're in, I can't just be like that I don't know if that applies here simply because of our conditions how did she leave how did she survive she you know what i mean
2: right. she had a
0: suit that would protect her for a certain amount of time but it's not like she could walk down the road to the starbucks and 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 stay warm for a minute and then continue on you know right she had put someplace she could have stayed warm and she chose to you know make it for the but she also found that pocket. So, and, and yeah. she left a, a a suicide note. You know, so unless she left the suicide note, assuming that she wouldn't survive and was going to take a risk doing something, like, for all we know, she there was more tunnels in there and she went through the tunnels and, and didn't leave. I don't remember if they had yeah. footprints leaving, you know, her footprints leaving or anything. Um... It, it's going to have to be a very – if she's alive and she comes back, it's going to have to be a very good explanation. It can't be um
1: Yeah. She's supposed to going to walk they out into it, the snow. I'm not really sure why she couldn't stay there until she died, why she chose to freeze – I mean, I guess it was like Star to death right. or freeze to death, so she chose freeze to death. Um Yes. Which okay, maybe I get that. Um, but yeah, she can't. You're right. She can't just have. I mean, she can't just have walked around. There were other. Maybe there was somebody living underground there who saved her. I don't know. I mean, I think you're right. She. She should be dead. Story and the fact that they've introduced another survivor. So there's this survivor that Lee found. Um, which proves there's a warm place, they don't need Melanie to prove that there are warm places where people can survive, right? This wasn't naturally right. warm. This was a nuclear reactor or a nuclear powered whatever, but. Yeah. So
0: but what do you think no, about what happened? From season, we... Go ahead. Uh, just real quick. We did discover there are, there are pockets of warm air. Yes. Where you I mean, can her survive. data
1: her data shows there should be warm warming places around the earth, yes, um, and I did notice that one of those you can see in the map that one of those places is sort of like um it looks like northwest it looks like the Sahel area of Africa when I look at that map, right it's sort of n-
0: like you paid more north, attention to that map than I did
1: yeah, <laughs> 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 well, I have I looked at that map and then. So we have this thing that happens where Layton is knocked unconscious, and he has a vision, which pissed me off. I mean, you know that pissed me off. That I hate visions. Oh my god. Um, I hate right. Like that really made me. Uh, but I don't like visions. I don't like mystical mumbo jumbo. I don't
0: like yeah. That bothers no, me. No, a lot. I know. Um, actually, I had a good time with a vision, <laughs> because when you see that tree, mm-hmm. I said. I, I said I saw the tree and I was like, Ah, the tree of life <laughs> and, <laughs> and Artie and Artie just gave me this sideway look. <laughs> like he was really annoying <laughs> me for saying <laughs> like, Oh
1: yes, because that's what so it's I gonna Googled. be, right? It bothered me that it yeah.
0: You I Googled really think it? it is. And I was I was being stupid. But, so then I I Googled Tree of Life so I could show him what I was at, what the Tree of Life actually supposedly looks like. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I was just having fun with it. But at the same time, it was like I was being sarcastic. But at the same time, I'm thinking, is that where they're going? And Artie goes, oh, no. He goes, no, 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 no. First manifest, snow, not Snowpiercer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean... That tree, it it looked, and it didn't look like any kind of real tree, right? It did have that sort of tree of life look about it. It didn't look like any, like, legit, like, specimen of a tree that actually grows, right? Um, Yeah. So, I, I feel like, I mean, I hope it's not, so he was running out of air, and he has this Vision of this tree growing in a in a sort of deserty kind of looking area, right? Um, so, and Leighton sees that tree twice. He has that vision twice, right? So it's not just oxygen. Deprivation. Well, he has, he has that vision again at the end, right? I,
0: well, I don't. I don't think he's having the vision again. I think he has the vision when from oxygen deprivation, and then I think later he's just thinking about it. I don't think it's like he got flashed right. with it again, you know? I, I think that was just All right. from the memory of what happened. Um, but at yeah. the same time, you know, at the same time, it's like, I, you know, I was like, did he have a near-death experience? Like, is that why we're, yeah. you know, was that what that was about? Like, you know, I was like, I was like is he just hallucinating? But unfortunately, it's going to mean something. I don't know what it's going to mean, but it's yeah. going to end up meaning something. And yeah. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Yeah, I mean it could just be that he's like seen um that he's that he I don't know. That that's his wish, right? That he's just having a vision of like that he hopes he's gonna find a place to it just signifies his wish yeah, to I find don't know. a place where there's life, right? Maybe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really sure what That at the end he's just like thinking again about the vision that he saw.
0: Um, and I guess, yeah, I don't think he had another vision.
1: Yeah. All right, that's fair. I get that. Um, so we'll see where it goes, and we'll see what this new person has to say, and what her deal is. So I mean, she
0: if they didn't happens, Speak English.
1: Yeah. Well, the character I mean, in Korea. Played by... Yeah, and she's not North Korean that that so the the new oh, character no. I, I think you not really get a good look new... at her.
2: Uh
1: no, you couldn't really get a good look at her, but you can tell from like um uh who they say who's in the episode or whatever that it's she's played by Archie Punjabi. So okay. I don't know if you know who she is but she's yes. um this British. She was from Life on Mars, and she was in The Good Wife. Um, and she's British, but she's like, um, uh, I don't know if, if her if she's of like South Asian descent or something, right?
2: Like, right.
1: She's British, but she's um, uh, she, whatever she is, she's not Korean, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. So, uh, so her, parents are both, her parents are both Indian. I just looked her up. Her parents are both from India. Um, and she's British. And so whatever, she's not North Korean. And so they're going to find this person. So whatever. I mean, who knows? On, on this show, which is sort of like when, when Snowpiercer, like it happens a little bit in our future. And so whatever. She's some person that was in North Korea for some reason when this happened. I mean, she's probably going to to some kind of engineer who knows how to work the nuclear reactor, right? There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's going to work a job. But, at any rate, for a survivor, to like, this is very dangerous to Wilford. Like, Wilford does not want them to find a survivor off train, right? Yeah. Wilford needs everyone to believe that their only salvation is Mr. Wilford and that they need him to, to help them, live, like, that he's, he's their god, basically, so for anybody yeah. to to be new is, like, crazy. He's not going to want her to be around. Um, so there's that. Uh, so I guess we'll see where that goes and, and what she brings to it. I'm not, like, in love with the idea of survivors being off train. I, I mean, I am with the idea of them. Uh,
0: well, to I mean, me, it,
1: this show... It...
0: It's plausible, but obviously we're going to need more information, which we'll get next week. Yeah.
1: I mean, to to me, this show works, and the part of the show that I'm interested in is life on the train, right? The minute they get off the train and start building a life, it's not Snowpiercer anymore.
0: Um, Well, no, that's that's the final season. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Yeah. The final and worst season. The movie does end with a couple people like being yes. off the train and realize they see a polar bear, right? And realize like maybe there can be life or whatever. Um, so there's that. Except but... they're going to
0: die because the polar bear is about to eat them.
1: Well, there's that. Yes. Polar bear has, God knows who the polar bear has eaten in all these years. But I also think that one of the things that really works on this show so much is that that feeling of claustrophobia and being trapped on the train and like it's so well shot. Like, um, I mean, I, I what, one thing I love about the show is kind of the same thing I loved about The Expanse, like the way they work in small spaces so well on the show. And you really feel like you're on a narrow train car, um, and that everybody's trapped in that feeling of, of claustrophobia is so well done, particularly in the scenes where they're underneath the train and in all the back spaces, right? Yeah. getting off the train is maybe not
0: no really getting off the, the train is the, the is, is the end result of the show. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, I think, I, I don't see this show realistically going beyond season four. I think anything beyond season four, um, it starts to get repetitive and kills itself.
1: Look, you said in season one, like you do on many shows, how is this sustainable? Like, how long can this go? Yeah. On one train going around and around the world. And they're doing great, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. How long? But it's going to get repetitive after a while. Especially Mm because you can't – Wilford can't – it can't be this back and forth between Wilford and Leighton forever. You know, I mean – you and, and it's like, and it's like, there's not another big bad. It's like, you know, season one, it was again, it was versus Melanie. You know, Melanie was the big bad. Um, then you find yeah. out Melanie's not really that bad after all, um, and Wilford's yeah. the big bad. And so now we're going on season two of Wilford being the big bad. Um, it's not like Wilford's going to turn out to be not that bad, and somebody else is worse than Wilford. You he, he can't, you know, there's nobody else no, but, yeah. worse than Wilford. Yeah. And if there is, then they're just jumping the shark. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. Nothing can be worse than him, so it's gotta culminate with his downfall or something. So yeah, maybe yeah. another season.
0: Well, I, I, you know what? And I think the most beautiful way to do it. And I don't obviously, I don't know how they're gonna, you know, how it's gonna end. Um, you don't even kill Wilford. Wilford survives the whole thing, but then they get off the train because they prove that you can survive and that's the worst thing that can happen to wilford like the realization that he you know you can have your train now we're going to get off here and uh you, you have fun with your train like i think that would be worse than death for wilford
1: oh i agree with you because it's all about control for him and having these people who yeah who he believes worship him and some of them do um and and like for Wilford, his life has never been better than it is right now. Probably, if you're an insane, yeah, billionaire, maniac, dictator, yeah, train train dictator. dictator. That's a new. <laughs> 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 That's what he is. Uh. So, all right. Well, I thought of, I thought it was a great start, huh? It was a good season premiere.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said. Artie and I were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it's over already!" Like it was so good. Yeah. It quite. That's how you start a season. That was. It was. That was mm-hmm. really great.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely can't wait to watch um, tomorrow and see what happens next week.
0: Um, one one quick question before we sign off. Um, yeah. Did you go back and watch the end credit of?
1: No, uh, I didn't have, have a fans. chance yet. Um, no, I'm going to do that tomorrow though.
0: Yeah. So, I'll tell our listeners so they know what I'm talking about. Um I read an article um or more actually it was more of an interview with the showrunner and she mentioned that there was a little something extra that they put into the credits that most people probably didn't catch, which was the um the uh the uh, the, uh, the the yeah, the ring entities coming to life. Um, and it's nothing major. It's just kind of like a just a little cool visual thing. Um, but if you you know if you know what you're looking for, then it's like oh my god, that was kind of cool. You know, it's a, like again, it's nothing major. It's just a, like a little, you know. Here you go. Here's one last thing. We, we we finished the show before you guys wanted us to, so here you go. <laughs> that's, a little that's else cool also you.
1: because that's a thing that was talked about. And, you know, when Naomi's like, we can bring the ring enemies to life and, like, you know, get rid of Marco.
2: Yeah.
1: Marco. And 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 Jim or somebody was like, but wait, like, didn't you say it would be really dangerous? What if we bring the ring enemies out and then they don't want to go back? <laughs> right? Right. Like, and, like, that was just a chance they had to take. So, like, the ring enemies waking up permanently would be maybe a bad thing. So that's yeah. kind of cool. And maybe a hint to what's to come when we read these books. Yes. So we'll see. I'm going to go back and, and check it out. And well, I have com- sure.
0: I, I know I've and, – and I know we've always been like, I'm not really sure because neither one of us have read the books and everything. But the – there – it makes sense why they ended in season six with giving what they were doing because um, there is a 30-year jump between book six and seven. So it's right. like we got, you know, we want more, but we got the ending of this part of the story. So it wasn't all right,
1: because awful. Right, all it of our ended. characters will be, I mean, they'll be much, much older and maybe not, at, I mean, yes. who knows what's going to happen, but they won't be maybe as active as they are. Uh, right? Yeah, I
0: mean, you figure, um, for, you, figure well, whole, you know, you figure everybody's probably in what, their late 30s, early 40s. So our characters are, you know, late 60s, early 70s. When oh and Christian is much starts. older,
1: right? So Christian would be an yeah, LGBT Christian's, lady. Yeah Christian Christian's
0: gonna be Christian's gonna be sitting in her rocking chair still telling people to fuck off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. well cool,
1: I'll go back and check that out for sure.
0: Alrighty. So we'll do right. this again next week. Um same three shows and we'll have Resident Eel eh eh whoa. Resident Alien, which premieres tomorrow night.
1: That's right. Back for another season. Cool. And I know, and I, know, I, and I know Karen
0: is looking forward to it more than anybody.
1: I mean, I'm going to watch it. I just don't love the show as much
0: as. Tomorrow. I know, you know. It's just, it, it's, I, you know, it's just a fun time. I mean, and you know what? Real quick, speaking of fun times, I don't know if you have any interest in it. Um, did you, well, did you see the Suicide Squad movie, the James Gunn one, the, the first one?
1: No, i only saw the first one which was
0: so bad that i didn't yeah yeah well the second one's better um and it's kind of a reboot of itself already but the john cena character of peacemaker they they gave him a uh standalone show on hbo max yeah and i was i was like yeah already was like oh we got to watch peacemaker i was like we're gonna watch it but you know i was i i was like oh this is gonna be you know and I gotta say it's actually very entertaining. It does not take itself seriously. It is just a fun time. <laughs> it's just something oh, to that's laugh weird, at.
1: So it got some not fantastic reviews, so it's good to hear from someone who a real person who watched it that it's actually. fun. Yeah,
0: that that's probably the per- those are probably people expecting a serious show. I mean, James Gunn is great at creating these kind of off-the-wall type of characters that nobody should take seriously. All right. Like, the opening sequence, the, the, the opening credits of the show is, might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It really? is ridiculous. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. It's one of those things that's so ridiculous, it's good.
1: All right, and this is part of the Marvel Universe, right?
0: No, that's no. this is DC.
1: Oh, God, I can't keep them straight. DC, all right, so not necessary to watch it to keep track yeah. of anything else. Um,
0: yeah, it's. I mean, even if you've never seen any other DC show, it's it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, but it's entertaining. All right. So, and I wasn't expecting it to like it at all.
1: Well, yeah, casting John Cena is a little bit... Um, I mean, he's he's not... mean he's an actor but he's sort of like a less like I know he's not a new actor but he's not really like I mean he's not got a franchise yet or anything like that right so
0: yeah uh, all right
1: all right great
0: that is all folks we will will see you next week or probably next week or you'll listen to us next week
1: yep all right cool all right all right we're finishing have a great week Karen
0: I will right, we'll talk to you next week. You Hopefully, too. we have Jamie with us next week. Yep. Hopefully, she's feeling better. And uh, I hope so. That's a wrap, folks. All right. Good. Have a great week. All right. Good rest of the night. Good night. See you later.